0: Hey, Seven Mile Road, this is a quick July church planting update, but I just wanted to circle with you for a few minutes to make sure that you heard my voice on these things. We are seeking to surround all of them in prayer. So don't forget, one of the chapters in our book is called Super Glue, and it's about this desire that we have to open our hands and to not just hold on to things for ourselves, but to freely give Not just money, but time, people, investment in the mission of God outside of just our local church. We are trying to believe Christ when he said, hey, it's actually better to give than it is to receive. Whoa. And what if it looked like for us to be a church that was not only receiving God's grace in so many ways, but trying to give it away. And one of the ways that we have sensed that we are called to do that is through the planting of churches, wherever we could be involved, but specifically in this area of the country that we are in, Mass and New England. And so we've got one potential work that we've been talking and praying on and one that is underway, and I just wanted to catch you up on them real quick. Part of this is because I... Will not physically be with our Melrose congregation these two weeks in July. Last Sunday, I was out in Fitchburg, Mass. And this Sunday, I'll be down in Hyannis, Mass. And also want you to understand that when I get to go, or another one of our pastors gets to go, or a family of ours gets to go, they represent all of us. So I've been seeking to do that well. Anyway, last Sunday, I went out to Fitchburg to a a church called Highland Baptist Church that we are talking and praying with about the possibility of them streaming the end of their course into a brand new work that we would be exploring and incubating and going for in the city of Fitchburg. I was invited to come out not just to worship with them on Sunday, which I did, and was a huge delight, (laughs) such a delight to be physically there with this crew of folks but also to cast 10 minutes of vision and then answer any questions that the congregation may have about who we are and what it means for us to be Seven Mile Road and what that would look and feel like in Fitchburg. So I did that in the 10 minutes that I was given. I just tried to get three things done. One was connection. Try and, and just bring your love to them and let them feel the warmth that we have had since we've found out about them and kind of just give them a face and a voice to make that connection. The second was affirmation. I cannot imagine how hard it is for them to be thinking through potentially the end of a long and beautiful life as a church there in that city and wanted to say, hey, that can be hard, but there are some things that we have seen in you that are beautiful your maturity, your longevity, your orthodoxy, your generosity, your love for the poor in your city, that stuff is just beautiful, and we want that kind of stuff to be in the DNA of our family of churches, so thank you. And then finally, to cast vision about what we would be going for and what it would look like for them to stream into, and I think I said rocket fuel the work with all that they are. So that was great. And then, yes, believe it or not, one hour and 20 minutes of questions and answers. A few combative questions because, you know, it's a congregational thing and this is a huge thing they're talking through and not everybody's going to be on board at the front end. A lot of real specific process questions, which I did the best I could to answer and keep bringing back to vision because that's the stage that we're at. And then just some awesome fastballs like, hey, what does it look like for an energized member of Seven Mile Road to believe Jesus in a given week? (laughs) Oh, what a question. And then, uh, of course, someone said, hey, I just heard about this last night. What's Seven Mile Road mean? And I had the sweetest time unpacking for her the genesis and the import of our name. So they took that in. They're in a process there of figuring some things out. Uh, In two Sundays, they're going to have another meeting together and talk about stuff. And we've really tried to say, hey, we're submitting to your elders in this process, respecting their authority and their leadership for you. Um, But we're, we're really interested in seeing a strong new gospel work emerge in this city alongside many others. And if you want to keep opening doors and walking through them with us, let's do it. So it was such a delight. I'll tell you, I'm going to cry here because I'll tell you the sweetest thing of the whole time. And there were so many sweet things. My phone rang at nine o'clock on Tuesday night. And uh, it's this godly older saint, uh, Earl, who's one of the men who serves on their elder team. And Earl is in his early 80s. And he just called to just talk to me like a son and just say, hey, you did a good job on Sunday. And then he said, hey, I read your book, which totally cracked me up. And then he said, everything that you wrote about just came out so clear. And then he talked to me like a a little brother (laughs) and he was just riffing with me on, you know, what's happening there and what it's been like to lead through this process. So um, you got to remember, we don't play scared, not because we're not going to fail. Sure, we may, a lot, we have. But we don't play scared because we don't know the blessings, the gifts, the joys that God intends for us. If we would just take some risks and just trust Him and value Him and believe Him, And even in this simple experience, even if nothing happens in Fitchburg, my soul has been so blessed by thinking outside of my pocket, my home, my schedule, my church, and thinking about the good of others. So, I mean, please feel that, and we totally invite you into that with us. So that's where I was last Sunday, and that's just a future potential possibility, And then this Sunday, I'm going to be down in Hyannis, so we've got a church plant that is happening there, Jeremy and Liana Stewart, and their daughter and their son, and I think this was on the Facebook, so I could say it, their soon-to-be third child, uh, another baby boy who's coming, which, man, when I heard that news, it just made my day, and... I love the image of a family giving themselves to fruitfulness and the mission of God, physically, biologically, and at the same time giving themselves to fruitfulness and the mission of God in the making of disciples. And so a son going to be born into that family and hopefully tons of sons and daughters born again into our family, the family of God through this church. May it be. Anyway, they are doing services outdoors Uh, right by the Ocean Port docks on the green there in Hyannis. And so I'm going to get to go down on Sunday and just be present. I think Callie's coming with me, and we'll be able to just be an encouragement to whoever shows up. Uh, Jeremy's already got so many fun stories. So they showed up the first day, got the space properly rented, permit in hand, and there's a whole yoga class going on right in their spot. And so he had to graciously interrupt this poor lady that was in this crazy pose and just say, ah, oh, excuse me. And uh, then they uh, figured that out. And then they went to plug in their stuff and there was no power. And so they had to back up a van that happened to have some generation in it to get that thing done. But met a bunch of people the first week and... Then they came last week, back last week and they did it again. Um, just a simple fun grace when you throw yourself out there. One of the churches that is supporting them heard about the electricity issue and said, hey, how about if that doesn't happen again? We're going to go online right now. Give us your shipping address and we're ordering you the best generator that Home Depot has. It'll be there this week. And so no worries about electricity. In their outdoor space this summer. And not one, not two, but three women came from the housing complex right across the green there and just took in the whole day, heard the gospel, met the people who are part of that core team. And that's how this works two people, three people, five people, one person at a time. Um, Jesus taught us a mustard seat is fine. We're talking about God here. That's all he needs. And so we're praying that as Jeremy and Liana love and gospel folks on the Cape, there would be a beautiful foundation of souls being built to advance the mission of God. So I'll be down there Sunday. We'll send some pictures. Totally be praying for them and that time down there and allowing all of this thinking outside of us to energize our thinking within us. May our church never get stale or staid, but always be about the advance of the gospel. Energized by the mission of God, who has He sent us to? How are we welcoming and valuing and hearing and loving and gospeling? I mean, evangelizing the good news, talking about gospel, correcting, admonishing, inviting, doing all of that work. Um, to see others swept into this grace that we have received. That's what we're about. I hope that your soul is excited about those things. I hope that God will be at work with you and with me, causing us to open our hands and just do whatever it takes to see the gospel surge in this short time that we are given. Let it be. All right, see you in a couple weeks.